Hey guys, welcome back to the Catch Up Time podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa McDonald, and if you're new here, welcome, welcome. If you listened before, I'm so glad you found your way back here today. My hope is that you find this conversation uplifting and that it puts a pep in your step as you go about your day. On this show, we'll shine the spotlight on real people just like you and me. You'll get to listen in on real conversations amongst friends as we explore an array of topics and take the discussion in any direction we choose. Along the way, we'll uncover truths and life lessons that we can all relate to and apply in our own lives. Knowing that we're not alone is incredibly powerful, and hearing how others have pivoted and adapted is inspirational. Join me each week as we discover new possibilities to grow, to be better, to be more productive, and to live happier, more fulfilling lives. Check out my Instagram and follow me at ketchup underscore time, like the condiment and the herb. (laughs) And be sure to hit subscribe to the Ketchup Time podcast, where you'll find some brightness and positivity to light up your day. All right, let's get started. It's funny, you work with somebody and years go by since you last connected, and somehow the universe finds a way to reconnect you again. In this episode, we're hanging out with Dewan Butterfield, who I worked with almost 10 years ago when I was at the Ritz-Carlton in Denver, Colorado. Dewan was one of the bellmen and front office associates, but really, he was kind of doing it all, and he always did it with a smile on his face. I think anyone who knows him would agree. He's just that kind of hardworking individual that you could always call upon for just about anything, and he'd be there to help you. We lost touch after we moved away, but recently, I stumbled upon his profile on LinkedIn where he had shared a post he had written from his blog. I took a peek and instantly got sucked in. I've always had fond, warm memories of our interactions, but once I started diving into his website and learning what he'd been up to, my admiration grew. He's a self-made entrepreneur, learning and growing just like the rest of us, but in this case, he's documenting it along the way. As you'll hear during our conversation, he set out to design shoes, and what he's built is much more than that. It's not only a clothing line, but a lifestyle. In his words, he's creating innovative classics with a little hip-hop and a lot of heart. He's got that right. A whole lot of heart and a whole lot of love, indeed. I truly enjoyed my time catching up with Dewan, and I think you will too. Check out what he's creating at buttaware.com, that's B-U-T-T-A-W-E-A-R.com, where you can find his thoughtful blogs as well as his latest merchandise for sale. It goes to show you that while there may be detours along the way, the journey will be far greater than we could have ever imagined. With that, I hope you enjoy this chat with my friend, Dewan Butterfield. Welcome, welcome to the Catch Up Time podcast, Dewan. I'm so excited to talk to you and catch up with you. Happy to be present and part of it. So you and I worked together, I mean, it was probably six, seven years ago at the Ritz in Denver. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've mm-hmm. stayed in touch, you know, just seeing your posts on like Facebook and obviously on LinkedIn. That was how I just recently got back in touch with you. I saw, <clears throat> yeah. I saw that you were posting, you have like a blog and mm-hmm, a whole mm-hmm. line of clothing and, and sneakers and mm-hmm. a whole like got my one of my hoodies on now oh, that's <laughs> awesome look at that yeah. oh i love it mm-hmm. so that's how mm-hmm. we kind of got back 
connected, if you will. And um, yeah, and I'm glad because I know I was a, I was a list initially a little comprehensive about you know posting on like social media, especially you know when a platform such as LinkedIn, which I know is a little bit more on the professional side, but. Um, I, hey, it, it got your attention, and that that was my intent. And look, here we are on the podcast now. So yeah, dude, exciting. That's just it. Yeah, and and I think that's what's mm-hmm. so special about social media and putting these sorts of this sort of content out into the world is like mm-hmm. right now it probably and for you as well for me this podcast is for me right like I mm-hmm. I'm putting this out because I miss people and I miss connecting with mm-hmm. folks and. You know, being you're you know very much an extrovert, I imagine, just like I am. And you know, whenever we were <laughs> we worked together, I mean, goodness, like you know, you mm-hmm. always had just like this bright smile on your face. Like I have such nice memories of you. You know, you were at the front desk or at mm-hmm. the the right. bell stand, and I, I have such yeah. nice front of house. I was all over the place. We were both all over the place, but I just have such memories mm-hmm. of like being so um, warmly received by you, if you will. You know. Yeah. And um, yeah, likewise, likewise. And you just never know what you know what sort of response you're going to get on social media. And correct. Yeah. So, but yeah. you know, it got my attention, and and yeah. And and I love and it. Here we are. And here we are. <laughs> and and that's just it. Mm-hmm. You never know who whose day you're going to brighten, and and who you're going to affect, and who's going to be um, moved by what you put out into the world. So, so yeah. I want to hear how you ended up back in. Uh, well, not back in New York. You're from Denver, aren't you? Yeah, well, originally uh, born in Florida, lived in Michigan, but yeah, I was raised in in Colorado, Aurora, Colorado. Um, I believe I moved out there when I was about three years old. And um, yeah, I lived out there for the majority of my life. Um, So yes, it is home. It's my home away from home. Yeah. Um, It is a a crazy, it's been a crazy roller coaster ride on what even brought me to New York. you know, New York, like uh, among other, I, I'm just guilty of the kind of that New York spell where it just, you know, there's been so many influences on my life from, you know, music, specifically hip hop, um, movies, um, you know, things like the Harlem Renaissance, like every great figure, um, jazz musicians, you know, have just made their way through New York and just kind of that influence on me growing up. I just always wanted it. I just had to come. Um, and that's ironic because it was through the Ritz. Um, I had one of my five-star employee of the year, not to brag that. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, that's a big um, deal. Come on now, you can brag. <laughs> yeah, so um, that brought me to New York for the first time. And I was just like, all right, if I could just kind of get the vibe and kind of see if I could still flying out here, then eventually I'm just going to have to do it. Um, you know, I'm one of those ones I put in New York on a pedestal, like, oh, I'm, I'm not cool enough to live there. Or, you know, I don't know if I can hack it out there. And, you know, if you can make it there, you make it anywhere and it was just such this intimidating mountain for me um but then when i went out there i was just like oh like you know it's just it's not so bad you know i think i could i think i could be all right out here granted right, um, right. uh, for some context um this was i can't remember the exact year i want to say like 2012 but uh, i just want to I, yeah, I do acknowledge that kind of post New York post 9-11 is way different than New York pre 9-11. Um, and I think that um, to kind of give some context for like, you know, people aren't as rude as you think, you know, there, there's rude people. And like, I don't want to, um, you know, paint this picture as like, you know, it's been all roses and rainbows because um, it has certainly been a journey for me um, just throughout my life, even in Denver. Um, and after I came to New York initially, um, I did 
kind of face some uh, some internal demons and battles that I had to, to confront and, and got over it. And I think I came out um, a, a way better person as far as my resilience and um, just kind of who I am. Again, I'm way, the, the battle's not where I want to be um, as far as what I'm building, much like yourself with this podcast. Um, this was something for me um, <clears throat> that I think uh, will grow into something um, you know beautiful because it is that kind of creative outlet um but to not take up too much time and to kind of put it up in a a nutshell what what brought me to new york what kind of gave me the courage to even leave denver you know that was my my comfort zone i knew denver like the back of my hand but ironically now when i go back to visit it's just like it grows it has grown so much like since since i left i imagine since you left as well Mm -hmm. but um my complete dream since i was a kid i wanted to be a car designer and so that was what I've under the surface have always been trying to achieve. You know, even while I was at working at the Ritz, I'm not sure if you knew, but I was going to school um, at Metro State for industrial design. Um, prior to that, um, I went to the Art Institute of Colorado for industrial design. Um, prior to that, I was a mechanic, you know, at Affinity for six years. So like cars is always been my jam. But you know, working full time, trying to you know, create a life full time um, and go to school is, is very difficult. I know there are a lot of people who have accomplished that feat, but for me, there's always been like, you know, this X factor that has always gotten in the way. But what really did it for me in uh, July 2015, um, I had went on a trip abroad. So my second time abroad um, and I went to Greece and Italy. And my purposes for that was, um, you know, I just kind of felt like I was in a rut. Um, like, okay, so if I could do anything, what would I be like? If I could just do anything, what would I be doing? And um, I was like, well, the most craziest career I can think of would be like, well, I'd be a car designer for Ferrari. Like, like why not? Like, so, why not? so I put the kind of school at that same with New York. I was like, well, let me, let me go to Italy. Like, let me see if I could what it feels like to just live out there and just be out there. Um, so I went on this trip abroad, um, you know, by myself. Um, I kind of had a little bit of planning, uh, but my mindset was just like, you know, whatever happens, I'll figure it out. Um, I think, you know, my mother has equipped me with the proper tools to survive, you know, in the world. Um, I think I have a good kind of wit and wherewithal. Um, let's just put my survival skills to the test and like, just see what happens. And um, I had the best time of my life. I had the most amazing time of my life. Um, I met some great people. Um, You know, I've had some great, I've met some great experience. I saw some things and um, on top of that, just had, you know, experiences I just never thought possible. Like Italy and like Greece and um, it it was just a blast. How long were you out there for? Um, I was a couple weeks. I think I did like four days in Greece and the rest of the time. Um, you know, Rome was amazing with the Cinque Terre and then uh, Modena is where the Ferrari factory was. You know, I went to the Ferrari factory and I couldn't go. Um, there was a museum next to the factory. I couldn't actually go into the factory facility. You needed like a, a, a guest pass and a pre-appointment, but there's a, um, it's a tourist attraction, but there's a Ferrari museum uh, close to the grounds. And, you know, as a car guy, I was in heaven. It was amazing. So just lots of inspiration. And, um, came back to Colorado and I was just like this you know everything just seemed dull in comparison not to take nothing away from Colorado Colorado is beautiful um, it's a clean state um, I encourage everybody to, to visit but um, if that's all you know your whole life 
um, and then you know I took a risk and I was successful at it you know um, you know even communicating in, in, you know different languages and just just little victories I had just kind of gave me confidence so I'm just like there's you know this isn't it you know again I'm getting just some reference I'm getting older um, I'm 39 now but you know so at the time I was about 34 and I always say well one day when I when I get my stuff together I'm gonna I'm a, then I'll move to New York and I'm like yo if I don't do it now like I'm I'll be 45 saying one day I'm gonna move to New York and it's just like um you know I didn't you know I didn't for didn't have kids I didn't have any you know I didn't finish school but you know I just I just wasn't wasn't happy and I was just like if I could go across the globe and survive um you know where the, they don't speak you know the same language and and I just had a blast um surely I can go within within the states and um, and you know be somewhat successful and if I'm if and, if and if I don't then that's fine too and I think that's what it was because I think I could live with trying and failing then just again just stuck in the same spot like you know one day I'll do it one day like nah I just gotta just gotta go yeah, just so. do it I think that mm-hmm. I do the same thing it's like you know you you build this up in your head as to be this <laughs> monstrous thing and mm-hmm. the reality is never as big or scary as it mm-hmm. ends up being I mean mm-hmm. as it is in your head rather it's Absolutely. just I don't know why we're sometimes our own worst enemy and it's yeah. never yeah. it's never as bad as it ends up being you know mm-hmm. Which and you just have to crazy. start. You have to start Correct. somewhere. Correct. And and I'm glad you said that because yeah, that's that was my thing. So um, you know, I got back to Denver in July and by September put in my resignation and literally just packed up my apartment. Uh, my lease was up in that January. <laughs> this is gonna sound crazy to you know, I don't encourage this, like, but unless you Again, unless I just, I was just at a point, again, there's, there's a lot of holes that I'm not filling in, but, you know, just to kind of get the gist of the story. Um, yeah, by January, you know, I had a U-Haul, I packed up my apartment and I was just- You made it happen. Yeah. Um, I did have a friend. I do have a friend who is still my roommate now. Um, so I knew her out here and I did kind of, I was, you know, speaking to her like, you know, man, I, I just was explaining, like, I, I don't know what my next step was going to be. Uh, you know, I had such a good time in Italy. I was going to fly back. I was going to just move to Italy. But she was like, bro, just come to New York. Like, you've always been wanting to come. She was like, I'm actually in a situation where I need to get out of my current situation. Um, she didn't have the best roommates um, and she was unhappy. And she was like, if, if not now, then when? And I was just like, you're right. Um, and again, it was it was that same mentality that I applied. Um, I didn't have anything to lean on, you know. I was in such a vulnerable, you know, when you travel out the country, you put yourself in a vulnerable state, especially if you're by yourself. So um, again, if I could get, get out of that, I'm like, you're, like you said, like, dude, why am I, I'm my own fear. My fear is my own thing. Yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah, I packed up um, again um, with some, some less than flattering situations that I have to deal with. I've been working since I was 15. Um, I, I've worked in, in many different industries and I've dealt with some some very positive situations and some very negative ones as well. Some because of bureaucracy, some politics, work politics are everywhere. Um, but, you know, for lack of a better term, I've, I've dealt with enough, you know, BS. Um, so I 
you know, even with school, and I was just, I was just sick of it. You know, at 30, you know, I got, at 34, um, I was just like, I was just fed up with a lot and just wanted to just start a clean slate. So, fresh start, yeah. Yeah. And so I was just like, man, I just want to, like, no one, you know, I keep waiting for people to give me an opportunity, like, oh, I want to grow to this next level. No, you're not ready here. No, it's just like, but I, but how do you know I'm ready if I don't even get the opportunity? So, um, again, the, the, the thought process to myself was like, well, I can't. I mean, I certainly don't have the resources or the, the funds to start a car company to be a car designer. Um, to me, the next best, the next, the next best thing where you have like complete control over um, that I think is from a design standpoint closest to a vehicle is a sneaker. The the aesthetics of the sneaker and the design of it, um, again, on a, on a much smaller scale, on a micro scale, if you were going to put cars on a macro, um, mm-hmm. I think you you can you can you know, flex your creative bone and, you know, and that's just like, well, why don't you start a sneaker company and sure else to do that, you know, than New York. Oh, well, how are you going to do that? I don't know. I'm just going to figure it out. Well, you don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I'm just going to figure it out. So listen, yeah, everyone yeah. has to start somewhere and you just got exactly. started. Mm-hmm. So I literally, and again, I've had a lot of positive uh, instances with the rich, you know, we did with a higher clientele and I, I, I felt a, a, a really good rapport with a lot of high profile people and just great people, yourself included. And I was just like, I have, so I was like, I have people skills. Like, so I know like I can, I can figure, you know, part of it out. Um, if not, you know, nothing else, but I'm just going to grind. So I literally, I mean, I had a little bit of money. I sold my car and like all these things. Um, and, you know, some savings, um, again, just drove, um, found a place. I had no job. I had no like game plan per se. I just, I just think you can get out here and just kind of figure it out from there. So yeah, like my first, just to get any job as a, um, <laughs> just for some type of income, um, I worked at a really great place. I don't know if we call out companies, but it's still around. Yeah, sure. It's called Luke's Lobster. Um, I started making like $10 an hour. Um, which is a very, a lot of you, I had a very humble, like humility, like at 34 to like go over there and just, but I was just happy to be in New York. Um, I got an internship at a, at a small clothing boutique um, called Bat and Wear, which was great just to kind of get the, the nuts and bolts on what it is to run like a small uh, clothing company. That's um, great, yep. And then I rolled back in school. I couldn't find a, um, I couldn't find like Pratt and um, Parsons, just, they're just, they're designed, but they didn't have like an industrial design equivalent. Um, and they're just like crazy expensive. Um, so I looked at FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology, they had an entrepreneurship program. And I'm like, okay, so, and all, all my credits kind of transferred and it's a bachelor's. And I'm like, well, I'm, this is very entrepreneurial. I want to start my own company. Sneakers is fashion, so I think that's a match. Totally. So, um, yeah, I just came out here, hit the ground running, working, uh, interning, uh, school, um, the whole nine. Um, and I, I did think along the lines of like, you know, like if I, if this, if this actually works out, like this could be inspirational for like some people. Like, I think it's just like the mentality, like, yes, I could. And I did have my, my moments of doubt and, um, you know, I went through some, depression again like there's a whole nother a whole nother segment we can do just on kind of the um just kind of a roller coaster the 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 valleys um but just to just to go on the peaks um you know 2020 i I graduated i got my bachelor's i graduated from fit um again as something that i knew i could control that was very um cost effective i 
blogging. Uh, just starting a website and like vlogging and I was just like well let me just document this journey because like there's even times I step outside of myself like yo like this is crazy like I'm really I'm, I've, I've done this you know I've done this I'm far. doing this yeah. yeah like it's been happening um and so I think that was the craziest thing like instead of looking forward as far as like Jesus I still have this crazy mountain to climb sometimes I look back like but holy shit I just excuse me like I've just kind of gotten this far which i never thought possible i would have never thought you know i would have i would have completed you know some of these things and so um even when i first moved out here i did start the vlog and i was just like nobody's listening so i like you know just trash the whole thing and then you know when i bounce back i'm like no but like i just need to i just need to just do it um yeah. this is too there, there's something special here i just don't know i can't pinpoint what it is um excuse me i know when you're you're you say something about you know everyone has that spark um i really like that because I'm, I, I feel it um, i can't pinpoint it yet but um, i'm mining just kind of mining away and i just feel like you know like if i could do this like so can anybody like there's nothing special that i did particularly other than just just try and kind of not give up um when kind of things got hard and you know if, if i can get when i should say get to the point uh that I can inspire somebody or at least help somebody um, just kind of through, you know, even if it is through these blogs, I would, I would love that if I, if I could come back full circle um, and kind of share my experiences, like, you know, when I thought, you know, everything was just, it's over, you know, I'm a loser, like all these things, um, mm-hmm. like, no, you just got to kind of fight through that. And, 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 it, and, and it's, and I'm still, and I think it's, it's, it's best to kind of, you know, like you with the podcast and like everything, like, if I I'm, I'm, can do these as I'm going through it too, like you could you could see your BS meter could be like, no, nah, like he's he's in it too. Like it's not like, you know, I had some no knock for anybody who does, but I had like some hedge fund or like something that I could just be like, oh yeah, see, like, you can do this. Like, no, like I literally had like nothing and I'm figuring it out as I go. That realness and that authenticity like really shines through. I think that, you know, people appreciate that, um, Mm -hmm. that realness. And that's what I kind of, yeah. And that's, that's literally kind of, in me trying to find who my base is, um, that's the approach I'm doing. And that's why I was trying to stay away from social media. Um, you know, because it just gets really noisy and it's hard to come through as authentic and real amongst all the thing, especially given, you know, the, the, the tumultuous year we had um, last year. But um, I even forgot to even mention, you know, through that internship, which was a, a free, I mean, I wasn't getting paid for it, but I made a connection for a gentleman who got me in contact with um, a couple of sneaker manufacturers. And so I got my first sample made. That's the one you see. Um, on my website, um, mm-hmm. again, uh, to start a sneaker company is extremely expensive, but like I, 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 you know, I have, I have my pricing, you know, I have my sample, I have my shoot, uh, my, sh- uh, my tech pack, which is kind of a breakdown of like the specs that each manufacturer needs to make a sneaker. I have my pricing. Um, so again, and with, through FIT, you know, through the entrepreneurship, you know, we learned about, um, pitching, which is kind of like, a sh- you know, when you go to Shark Tank, it kind of picture idea you know i you know i'm i'm way i have more of a um you know i went from no plan to now at least i have um some sort of an infrastructure of like okay like these are progressive steps kind of that i've made and that's just Um, it it's it's baby steps along the way but mm -hmm. you can already see how far you've come 
from where you started. Mm -hmm. And that's just it. I think that knowing, you know, I keep having this like thought and I, I literally, I have it written on my board right here. Stop overthinking it. Like mm -hmm. I am, I'm, I feel like I'm a perfectionist and I didn't realize this uh -huh. about myself until I started doing this podcast. And it's because I care about it that I want yeah, it exactly. to be perfect. However, getting it out there and just doing it and starting and putting something in the world is the first step. Exactly. And it's never going to be exactly. perfect, right? Like, exactly. just like you said with this mm -hmm. blog, you know, <clears throat> at, at first, you know, maybe you were thinking, oh, this is a bunch of, you know, nonsense and no one's listening. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm talking to myself, maybe, maybe, mm -hmm. but eventually somebody is, is going to stick. Somebody's going to like hear something or read something and it's going to resonate with them. And then you can be that spark that change within them and you know just the fact that you got started is like the biggest the biggest hurdle um, and and obviously yeah. like the fact is one door led to another and to another like maybe it was an unpaid internship but you probably mm -hmm. got a ton of valuable experience that you wouldn't have had otherwise absolutely. um absolutely and it got you in touch with this contact that you were able to start pursuing mm -hmm. your dreams like in a real you know real real way so mm -hmm. that's just fabulous. I mean, I honestly, when you said that you were starting a sneaker company, I was like, how do you even do that? And you, right. yeah. and you probably, mm -hmm. it sounds like you had the same thought, like, I don't know, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a crazy, like, I don't want to say fraternity, but like, it's like, cause even in Denver, I used to think about like, there has to be a, a way, but like, it's not that, you know, people are keeping it a secret. It's just like, you just have to, I mean, I read Phil Knight's book. He's the, the CEO of Nike. And like, even his story is like very much like, you know, you, you have a love for certain lifestyles or sports or whatever, like sneakers just re kind of revolve around this. And, you know, at the end of the day, like a lot of these major brands, um, it, you know, Polo is, is a is aspiration um, to get to and like, but they're not using special material from a from an outer world that they build their brand just through like through brand identity. And so when you see that logo, no matter what material, obviously they you know the the quality stands in itself. And I mean that's one thing that I did learn through through working with the Ritz. Like you you your who you are and what you represent um, will translate and people will identify that and you know whether it's you know oh Alyssa yeah it's, like you said I have warm memories of our interactions as well so if your name comes to mind I'm gonna get that feeling like oh yeah Alyssa man. yeah yeah I'll try that and and I think that's kind of the same with um that I'm trying to do kind of with my brand and you know it was a buddy of mine out here it's just like bro like you keep focusing on the sneakers like you can build your brand just through clothing. Like, all right, sneakers is very expensive. You have all your your pieces in place until the money comes. Yo, you could do some. You can do some some t-shirts, some hoodies, and um, and then that's how that started. You know, getting about. I was gonna say that shirt you're wearing right now. Yeah. Like, my gosh. And you know, if behind the logo, uh, you know, my last name is Butterfield, and a, a big inspiration of mine growing up was Muhammad Ali. Uh, you know, a little bit of copy, but a showman. Um, and he was the first, uh, you know, gentleman of color I did my book report on, I'll never forget. Um, and I was very inspired by his story on, um, you know, adversities that he had to go through and still, you know, came out very successful. So, you know, to, to make a play on my last name, that's where the, the butterware name comes from. Um, and, you know, the logo was a butterfly with a stinger. And, you know, I, at least one of his, one of his many slogans was float like a butterfly, sting like a beast. So I kind of 
uh, you know, put the whole thing together, and, you know, with the crown on there. So I think that'll get some vision, some, uh, you know, imagery with the, with the name. You know, it's a silly kind of uh, slang term, but um, yeah, I like it. But it's not silly. It's so thoughtful, and it's it's you you thought it out so beautifully that I think mm. that you know when people see that logo, instantly they'll they'll think of your brand, and and if they know you as a person, and the fact that you're putting this blog out there, they're going to start putting two and two together. Maybe mm -hmm. I want to be involved with what he is, the, the mm -hmm. lifestyle that you're, you know, that you're creating. Yeah. Because I, I read something you said that it is a lifestyle that you want to, mm -hmm. it's not just sneakers, it's not just clothing, it's mm -hmm. a lifestyle. Yeah, so I have, I mean, I, I, I've fought through this, I have vision boards, you know, I've, again, I've been really in thought, so like the lifestyle is um, kind of what I'm doing, and even what you're doing, where it's just like, you know, follow your dreams um, and you're never too old or too, you know, it's never too late. Um, and yes, you are going to face some adversity. You are going to, you know, everybody has their own battles. Everybody has their own, you know, mountain to climb. But like, if you want it bad enough, like you can do it. Um, and I'm sorry, like, it's just, um, it's, it's not easy to be positive all the time. It's not even realistic. But there is a, a certain um, attitude that you can approach even difficult situations to kind of get through them and end up on a, on the positive side of it, you know, and maybe even become a better person become of it, uh, because of it. Um, I'm I'm working on that yeah. um, daily. Um, it's not just the brand work, and I'm also working on myself. But yeah, that's that's kind of the lifestyle that I would like to promote. You know, black, white, men, women, um, you know, everything in between. I'm trying to to transcend that, you know, from a positive, you know, human connection. And, and at the end of the day, I think if you like really look at the tone of my blogs, it, it's, it's a human condition, right? Like we're all here, you know, without signing too morbid, like we're all here and we're all going to die. It's, that's just, it's just it. Yeah. Um, how are we going to deal with it? Um, it? It's scary for me too, but it's also a beautiful thing let's deal with it together like it's a, if you have some issues or if you have like let's talk i don't have it like you know or or this is how i've dealt with it um and again i'm just speaking from experience i'm not perfect far from it the furthest thing uh, am i the smartest guy in the room absolutely not um but i know a little bit but you're willing to learn and yeah exactly like, the fact is you're you're willing to the fact is and I, I think you hit it on the head like the the way you approach it is so important mm -hmm. like everyone's going to face some sort of struggle or challenge and obviously with this last year like we can dive into what your last year looked like but yeah. mm -hmm. i mean everybody is it's it's not realistic to be positive or to be happy mm -hmm. 24 7 365 days a year there are going to be days when you feel crummy and you just don't have it within you to do whatever it is. And, and everyone needs like a mental health day, but it's when you do face those challenging days or those challenging situations, if you approach it in the right headspace in a, and, and think how, what can I learn or what can I gain from this experience? Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's all how you approach it. And I, and I love that's what you're putting out there. I mm -hmm. really do. I and I think that. that your authenticity and your realness really, really shines through on the blog. Oh, thank you. Um, oh, that means a lot, seriously. And I, you're not the- Like, <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. I'm serious, man. I, I read through like just the last few that you had put out and, you know, talking mm -hmm. about, you know, just this, this last month with, you know, the stuff in Washington happening. 
yeah we're all yeah. we're mm -hmm. all in this together right like there's more yeah. there's mm -hmm. more mm -hmm. um that brings us together than separates us and i think that people absolutely absolutely i don't know i don't know what it is though like it's 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 not you know you look at kids like in this in you know my son is two years old and like you know he does not and i, I think this is like cliche mm -hmm. and silly but he doesn't see color right like they don't and and it's something that it's Correct. very innocent like it's very innocent. they are somehow conditioned mm -hmm. to 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 think that way and it's because of whoever they're around why like there there's so much more that brings mm -hmm. us together and unites us mm -hmm. that you know we're we're really the same than that separates us um, mm -hmm. And I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm very much appreciative and I like what you're putting out into the world and I'm, I'm hoping that it uh, just continues to grow for you. I mean, it's something, it's just, yeah. it's a great, it's a great blog. It really is. I appreciate that. And again, like if it doesn't work out, I can lay my head at the, like, you know, like I, I put it all out there and, you know, um, you know, whatever comes back, you know, then so be it. Um, and that's, that's, I think that's the biggest lesson that I've learned, um, just from my New York experience is that, you know, I came out here kind of like very meek, like, oh my gosh, everybody out here is so cool. And, you know, I'm from Colorado. What do I know about? And it's just like, you'd be surprised, like how much of an impact you, I mean, we're all individuals. So you'd be surprised. You're just like, well, you, you're you like, as like, well, I've lived with you my whole life. I'm doing like something special about me, but. I've been in a bubble in Colorado and then, you know, I come to New York and they're like, no, like you're pretty cool because you're unlike anything that I'm used to. Like, or it's just like, oh, well, why would you move out here? Like, if anything, I could move out there. And I'm just like, well, it's for the same reason. Like, this is all, you know, so it's nothing to you, but right, you know, right. like us, the people in, I mean, you're a Floridian, but like people in Colorado, like you ask most of the natives and like their trips that they've gone to the mountains, the Rocky Mountains are right there. But very few natives you'd be surprised actually go and if they have gone, it's been like, you know, field trip as a kid or like just yeah. but it's just right there. Meanwhile people fly all over the world to come to, to go skiing and snowboarding and but it's they're just yeah. right there. It's like, oh yeah, that's that's a West. Like, yeah, that's the mountains, so big deal. But, it's just nonchalant, right. right? It's the same honestly, I can feel the same way about the beach. Mm, we live mm -hmm. I live I grew up in Fort Lauderdale, so like we were a half hour from the beach, twenty minutes maybe. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you I could count on one hand. <laughs> maybe how right. many times we went to the beach and yet people travel across the country like you said mm -hmm. to come to florida mm -hmm. go to disney world yeah we never i mean we go to disney world to like for you know field trips yeah. like really that was it mm -hmm. so but to, to get out of your comfort zone and to do something different is very much an opportunity for growth yes and um and the fact is you've been out there now for five years. Do you feel I like mean, it was obviously a very intimidating thing to move out there at first, yeah. but now do you feel comfortable being mm -hmm. there and like it yeah. feels like home? Um, yeah, I think, well, I'm still learning and that's the, that's the thing about New York. There's so much like, I feel like there's people yeah. out here yeah. 10 years and like you'll just never like get to, they're still like new and you know, the, the pandemic obviously put a big pause on everything, but yeah. you know, even leaving up to that, I mean, you go, I could go to the same neighborhood for five years and like never get tired of it. Um, but you know, each, each neighborhood has its own, like, there's just so much, there's so much. And I love it so much. I like after five years, I feel like I'm still not as much as first, but like, I feel like I'm still very much on the honeymoon stage. You know, people, New mm. Yorkers will call me crazy. Like people like New Yorkers, like Mike is just like, like I'm not going to say they hate it here because they're still here, but 
I'm just like, oh, this is like, you, you guys have no idea. <laughs> like, this is amazing. And, you know, it's a wonderland to you. Yeah, yeah. seriously. And I think that's what, um, I don't know. I, it, I guess that's, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Like, that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Maybe they need to get out of their comfort zone and go try and do something different. Sometimes, yeah. you know, being in the same place for too long is, you know, is no good for anyone. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I say that with like, will I be out here forever? I don't know. But like, you know, for now, I mean, it's just, it's a crazy metropolis. Like it's, it's the, the cityscape never gets old. Like it's just a beautiful place. And even with all its, you know, setbacks it does have, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you feel like you're in a movie. Um, it's incredible man where do you yeah. live in the city are you in manhattan uh i live in brooklyn um you're in brooklyn yeah but to to your point i know you're getting to the 2020 year um i did have the the privilege of actually i lived in manhattan for a few months during the yeah. pandemic uh the hotel i was working at um was a was an extended stay hotel so they have like fully furnished kind of apartments oh yeah, yeah so one when everything hit um they kind of needed a, a I guess a skeleton crew to kind of, you know, they, they wanted to limit traveling, no public transportation. So did you live at the hotel? Yeah, I was, I was literally at the hotel for like, what, three months, maybe three months, four months straight. Uh, and you know, that's, that's a holy midtown, holy. Uh, midtown Manhattan. So, um, I got the, I got the happy experience. And to be honest, I loved it too. Um, again, it's the mentality, right? So like Manhattan is only packed like with, with, you know, tourists and, you know, every, but it was eerily like a ghost town, but I had the city to myself. Like, you know, I could go for walks and like literally just explore the city, like by myself. I'm, I let my headphones on and just zone out and just take a walk up. Oh and it God. was, you know, for all its eeriness and, you know, it was pretty amazing. Um, town, uh, Times Square was a pretty eerie to see at that empty, but you know, like the some of the back neighborhoods, like again, Midtown, East Village, West Village, um, Soho. Um, it, it was it was pretty peaceful, uh, you know, juxtaposed to, mm-hmm. you know, you know the protest and everything. It's been it's just been a crazy, um, you know, packedful year. And as as for as many negatives, there's like the positives. And like at the end of the day, it's just like, yo, like um, we're, we're, we've lived like, it just might take some time, but you step back and look, it's just like, we, we, we're living life. Um, we're figuring it out. Yeah, and you know, back to your your son with the with the innocence and everything, I, I have a lot of confidence in this younger generation coming up. And I don't know, who knows? Who knows? Like maybe things can kind of make a, a turn for, you know, correct itself and I think Mother Nature always corrects itself and rather this is part of that or not. Um, you know, I've listened to, again, some of your podcasts as well. And a, a lot of your guests have mentioned that, you know, it's given them the time to kind of slow down. And, you know, prior to the pandemic, everyone's go, 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 go. You know, myself included, like I said, with the, with the intern at school and it was just, you just burn yourself out. And then with yep. with everything just on pause, just like, you know, I hear even outside of it, I hear people it's just like, oh man, tired like but your home is it's ironic right because we build our home because this is where we want to like spend time and relax and then like when we're forced to it's like oh get me out of here (laughs) so it's like isn't that crazy i know people are so funny (laughs) Mm -hmm. this year it's like the one weekend that we can't go anywhere Mm -hmm. you know now i have to go out right but this is why we you know we build our homes so that we are comfortable here mm-hmm. and that, you know yeah it's been it's been a it's been a phenomenal experience um you know long term again uh bureaucracy or like whatever um it didn't really work out with me at the hotel so yeah i, I currently 
um, I want to call it furloughed, but yeah, we did a part ways, but um, they, they did um, kind of make sure that I was good. Um, and it's it just been, been a tough year though yeah, for the hotel industry. It really like, has. I mean, all of the, I mean, the Ritz and the Central Park Ritz is boarded up. That was, that was scary. That was like eerie to see. Oh, but yeah, the big, uh, one of the biggest, I think it was Marriott, like a, the biggest hotel or a Hilton. The biggest hotel in New York, they, they shut down and, um, you know, they are using hotels for like, um, you know, makeshift shelter. So, I mean, that's good. Um, very resourceful, you know, out here that, you know, the city is. And again, nothing's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Uh, but everybody's making do with what, what they have. Um, and that's been equally as inspired. Yeah. So, that's mm-hmm. just it everyone's doing the best they can and mm-hmm. i mean when you were at the hotel so you stayed at the hotel for three months like was it over the summer correct so when march when the when the lockdown i guess first happened which was march and again i the irony for me i was in there you know asked me i was the front office manager at the time and so i was like listen i'm, I'm still in school and so they even did provide me um with the computer so the, the remainder of my classes um went online which is you know what school's doing now anyway um, mm-hmm. so i was able i mean i'm in the building i'm working there and i just go upstairs you know to my room it was a nice room um so i mean i if i was i was i told i was like two in the morning three call me like i'm i'm upstairs <laughs> like if you need anything like i'll like i'm here like um, you know, did my grocery shopping down the street at the at the supermarket, and there's Target right there. So, I mean, for all for all sakes, it was pretty convenient. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But but yeah, I still haven't had a 2020 graduation. It was a they had a makeshift kind of. I got to see my name, but you know, because no no social gatherings. And no, like you that, can't walk so. across the stage, yeah. Mm-mm. But uh, but you, you got know, your got degree, you finished and everything. Yeah, I got my degree. That's amazing. And I never thought I would do that. You know, I just thought it was kind of a pipe dream that I was telling myself. But you know, you see that light, and again, like it's just that little bit. It's just like, wait a minute, I I did that. Like, I completed it. So why can't you know the next one? Yeah, dude. And it is a little scary when you go, you know, you're, you're going in and flying, like you know, you kind of figure it out. But you just you just never know until. Until you try. Until you try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am um, a big fan of Tabitha Brown. I don't know if you've ever heard of her or listened to her on, uh, she's on oh. Facebook and Instagram. She's a vegan, she does like vegan cooking, but also mm-hmm. is like a motivational, inspirational speaker. And I was, mm-hmm. you know, sucked into her, you know, I was just scrolling through yesterday, <laughs> you know, how you get into those. And yeah, yeah. one of her things came up yesterday and it literally, it ties in so beautifully to what you're saying. She said, She's 42 and right now she is living her dreams and mm-hmm. she never in a million years, if you, if you had told her 10 years ago that in, you know, mm-hmm. when you're 42 in the year 2021, you'd be living in your dream house, your dream job, living your dream, you, she wouldn't have believed it. And she's like, right. this goes to show you, you never know what's around the corner. Like she had this like dream in her head and mm-hmm. she's very spiritual and she said like, God said, oh no, honey, like, let's, let's do it even mm-hmm. bigger than that. Yeah. Like, you're not dreaming right. big enough. You're not dreaming right. big enough. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she said that there were a lot of detours along the way, but each experience led her to the next and to the next. And now here she is doing, you know, she's got millions and millions of followers. She's living in her dream home, doing everything she wanted to do. And, and it's never too late. And I think that message Correct. is so 
so important. Exactly, exactly. And I appreciate that. And that's very inspiring. And I think that's the same, um, you know, I, I'm a, you know, God, the universe, whatever you want to like, I think that's very, um, and you put in what you get out. You know, if you take those steps, you know, it, you may, and again, like it's, I mean, I don't want to keep taking it back to the, the, the Europe trip, but that's what it was. Like if, before I left, if you would have told me, oh, what's your best case scenario, uh, actually happened, just overshadows that. Like you, we don't know what, like we think we want this and you, and then you actually get to where you're at. And it's just like, yo, that was, that was small time compared to, yeah. to what. You almost um, put yourself in this box, right? And like, you mm -hmm. have to like, you, you almost can't think outside of that box until you're, mm -hmm. you know, in that box, if you will. Outside the or box. Outside yeah. The box. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's true. It's because, true. like, I think our generation, especially, and, you know, maybe the younger ones too, we just, I don't know why we have it in our mind, like, oh, we're not at a certain level at a certain age, then we fail that life. Yeah. And I, I think that's kind of the big, like, I was guilty of it. And I beat myself up pretty harshly, um, you know, with that mentality. And I think that, you know, like, you, it, it's, a, it's a myth. You know, it's, 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 yeah. you know, this tab of the frown, I'm gonna look into her. Like, it, it's, she's a prime example. And I, you know, I think that's no two, you know, there's, there's no one way to success. There's no one because we're all different. So, what works for me may not work for you or whatever. But if you're going through something similar, maybe you could resonate or I could resonate. Um, and we can, you know, help each other out and, and get to a certain level. And then, you know, like, you know, you just, you just, never, you know. just never know. Five years from now, I might have a platform that, could be like, oh, yeah, I don't know Alyssa who does this. Who could I could put you in contact with the with the perfect person to get you to the next level, or or you just you just never well, that's know. just it. I think and that's the beauty, the mystery. Of that is, I, I love that. I think that's so true. You never know where it's going to lead, and like something that's maybe insignificant now could potentially play mm -hmm. out in a much bigger way that you don't know because you just don't know mm -hmm. like what the future will hold. But, exactly. um, but to be open and to allow yourself to have these experiences. And even if they're difficult and even if they're challenging, like allow yourself to go through them and, and see yes. what happens. That's the important thing. Yes, exactly. See what happens. I, I How do you, agree. so, I mean, mm -hmm. I love your, your brightness. I really do. And your positivity. <laughs> it just, do you wake up in the morning? Like with this, like, you know, it's going to be a great day. How do you, what, how do you start your day? Like, what is your routine? Like and when you find yourself, coffee, maybe, not. Coffee. <laughs> yeah, okay. But like, if you find yourself uh, in like a bad mental space or just, you know, in a rut or something, how do you get yourself out of it? Um, that's a really good question. I'll say support your, your support system, your base. Um, I would say, I think that's kind of the biggest thing when you know that for lack of a better term, when you know that you have unconditional love from somebody, be it your parents or like whoever your you know, a sibling or a colleague or, you know, someone who's just believes in you that for me, um, I think gives me the confidence to be like, yo, like I got this. Um, as I think that that sounds like a little cliche, but I think at the end of the day, um, I think that's what my my turning point was. Um, when I became a front office manager at the hotel here, um, and rather they admitted to me verbally or not, like when my team like believed in me or even my superiors like believed in me, 
it's almost as if they saw something that I didn't see in myself and it took for that um it's not that I didn't have it you know like over the years you know I, I would have some accomplishments or I would do something like very difficult that even myself I would get home at the end of the day like yo I did that nobody else was there to confirm like but it was just like okay but since nobody's applauding it maybe it wasn't that big of a deal but like you know like I, but I but I I feel like I, there's, but you felt it yeah, yeah. As bad as it sounds, like you should always believe in yourself, and like, um, but it's just like, it's, it's 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 a. Sometimes you need that external correct, top, like, uh, confirmation, and that's a very right? delicate that's balance because I don't want that to be mistaken as like, oh, your confidence should should weigh on what other people like. If, uh, so on the same note, on the same side of the coin, if people are negative, like you can take it with a grain of salt but don't let it affect you like you know take the yeah. it's like if somebody was telling me like oh yo your your t-shirts are terrible while it would hurt my feelings okay what's terrible about it well this this and this noted but i'm not gonna give up like so you know it's the same type of thing it's like it's kind of like a democracy right like i could i could go to my blogs but if you didn't reach out like to, like you reached out and telling me and you know, I had another friend and just like, yo, like shoot me a text, like your blog was everything today. That's like, okay, like I'm on the right track or like, okay, like I feel good about it on my own. But when somebody else can kind of confirm that affirmation, it's like, nobody can tell me nothing now. Like, you know, there could be two people and myself and, and, I, and it's just like, the, you guys, like the rest of the world can be like, yo, you suck. But I know two people that don't think I suck, so I'm good. <laughs> Three, including my mom. But you know, but okay, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, no, listen, I, I am the same way. I like, and I think we touched on this in the beginning. Like, we're our mm -hmm. own worst enemies, mm -hmm. right? Like, for some reason, you can't see what you are or what you have unless you hear it from someone else, which isn't necessarily correct a good thing because like you said it can also correct. be the flip mm -hmm. side of that like if you hear enough people saying you suck then you start to think exactly. that yourself but it's it's very easy to go down this path where you know people or uh, comments especially on social media mm -hmm. like start to like you know affirm or deny what you have and you have to be grounded in yourself to know i'm worthy or that i'm enough you know, it, it's definitely, it does lean on, it, you You can lean on your support mm -hmm. system, your family, your friends, or your, um, whoever, you know, your significant mm -hmm. other to kind of get you back mm -hmm. on the right track. And and faith, like, I don't want to detect, like, you know, uh, faith, I think, plays a big, a big role in it as well. Um, because even on my, my darkest moments where, because I've been, and again, I don't want to discount because this is what I want anybody listening or reading my blogs to understand i have been to those dark moments where you could have 20 people telling you're the greatest and if you don't believe it yourself it's not gonna matter so um even in those times you know you have to lean on your faith like when you just want to disappear you just don't want to be but you still wake up the next morning it's just like i'm here for a reason like no matter how crummy i feel i still woke up like my, I, I went to bed not wanting to wake up. I, you know, I wanted all of the. I've, I've been there, but like, you still wake up and like, you can take the time, take a couple weeks, take a month, take a couple months. Like, like you're still going to wake up, and that's also why it's just like the thing. Like, it's not too late. 
like as long like it, it, it's it's just not too late like you can you can put something on the shelf come back to it you know get yourself together like again get around it some loved ones and it, it's just not it's just not too late and um I can't emphasize it enough because, like, it's difficult to put in. It's like love. Like, you can't you can describe love, but until you feel it, um, you can't really understand it fully. You know, on on those dark moments, and so I could say I understand, but you know, somebody who might be going through a difficult time could just be like, yeah, whatever. It's like, no, let's have a conversation. Like, I've I've been there. Um, and so yeah. your point, um, yeah. I think that um, what got me out of it, um, I didn't realize I was that. You know, positive or bright, but I love it. Um, I kind of psyched myself out. I remember at my darkest, it was just like, okay, if I'm, I'm not gonna be here anymore. Like, let me at least do this first. Well, I still have class. Like, well, let me at least get this baby steps. Like, well, let me just get through this day. I still have a job. Like, let me at least like make sure my roommate's not screwed over. Like, you know, and just and then by the time you know enough steps go by it's just like but wait a minute like oh i'm i'm good like i got out of that funk sometimes when you're so deep in it it's difficult to look out yeah um so yeah i didn't mean to go down a dark path but just to kind of come full circle um and i think it's those moments that allow me to be positive because i came out of it like you know when i didn't think there was no way out and i did get out of it and it's just like okay like there is a brighter side and i used to hate like oh just snap out of it no you can't like but you will um but it's just not that simple so um yeah, yeah i guess i hope that answered your question but yeah i mean absolutely i think it, it's a hard question to answer it's a difficult uh, situation to navigate no doubt especially when you're in it i think it's hard mm-hmm. for people to get out of their funk like you just sometimes you just have to go through it and, and feel it and embrace it and know mm-hmm. that on the other side you'll feel better like exactly. tomorrow will be a new day i mm-hmm. had um so after i lived or after we worked together in denver mark and i moved up the mountain to bachelor gulch and i worked mm-hmm. out there for a season it was only for like mm-hmm. seven or eight months that we lived out there and uh i had a really difficult boss we'll say mm-hmm. we just i know that i know all about that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if he was in a bad mood we were in a bad mood mm, and if exactly. we had a bad day we had a bad day and at a certain mm. point i woke up thinking like no 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 i wake up in a good mood mm-hmm. i'm a happy person mm-hmm. like i'm not going to let another person dictate how my day goes exactly. so you know it was it, but it's like almost like you i got to a point where i was like i'm sick of feeling like this like i don't want to be upset exactly. anymore exactly um and you know recognizing it i think is the first step like knowing like this is not who i am this is not who i want to be or how i feel and you know taking the steps necessary to to get out of those situations or you know ultimately we ended up leaving we ended up moving back to florida but mm-hmm. you know not to say that the experience in vale wasn't awesome because we had mm-hmm. a great time out there otherwise but you know i learned a lot i learned a lot mm-hmm. about adversity and and like maybe i I think I'm so, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you're the same type of person. Like I'm so, um, I'm so fixated on like everybody liking me for some reason mm-hmm. that I'm mm-hmm. afraid of like upsetting somebody or like not like if one person doesn't like me, it's like, well, I have yeah. to, like I just want to yeah. be your friend. I just want to be yeah. your friend. <laughs> but it's like that's okay. 
okay, man. We don't need to be friends. Like Exactly. You know? Exactly. And once you get to that point, you're good. It's just like, yeah. yo, we don't have to get along, but like let's we have a we we work together. Like we don't yeah. we don't have to be friends, but you know, we have yeah. an objective that we could work together and get toward. You know, the respect exactly. level as long as that's there, you know, everything else could be good. Like Yep. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. We don't have to agree on everything. Well, and I think that, you know, you touched on it before, like the the new generation, like I think that there's so much more acceptance with this new, Mm -hmm. you know, especially with like high schoolers these days and, you know, even Mm -hmm. even younger than that, like, you know, middle or elementary school kids, like there's, you know, they, they're just, it's, it's an innocent love. It really is. And they all get along and, um, perhaps I'm naive and, and, you know, seeing the world through rose colored glasses. Right. But like, (laughs) I just, I do, I do have such faith that things are at a turning point. I agree. Um, Yeah. And I think that just the fact that, you know, with the protests and the black lives matter movement, like erupting so much, like it brought to the surface, Mm -hmm. all of these things that had been going on for years. And you as a black man, like I'd be curious to hear your experience, especially Mm -hmm. living now in new york where you know it's such a melting pot what was it like living mm-hmm. out there during this time mm-hmm. were there protests oh yeah um no it was it was very uh, it was powerful i'm not gonna lie it was very powerful um again so especially um you know i, I think it was just like the perfect the, the perfect storm because again like everything shut down so I think if everything was normal, like we didn't like, you have to remember like sports, there was no sports. Like you could just, I mean, well, the George Floyd thing triggered it. So like you couldn't just, you know, when it happened in the past, it's like, oh man, that's crazy. But you know, I got work tomorrow. So I got to go to work. Oh, oh yeah, there's a game on. So you got to go. So like, no, there was nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there was nothing. So like, I think everybody was kind of forced to just kind of like focus and, uh, it was beautiful it was it, i thought it was beautiful like yes there was some people after the initial protest um you know there was some stores that got vandalized and i remember um you know i had a, a pretty heated debate with a, with a colleague who who you know were was condemning um you know the people who were vandalizing the stores and you know and, and it's without the empathy to, to understand like people's frustrations i mean you said it yourself like this thing has been going on for years and years and years and now that it's on the, the the forefront it just it just boiled over we couldn't ignore it anymore thank you yeah. exactly so um i did march um with one of the marches and it was a beautiful thing there was lots of support um we went to um we like marched down soho to the the, the capital downtown and you know there was people of all ages creeds colors um, signs, um, you know, people coming out. I mean, these are like million dollar like homes above like these crazy storefronts. Uh, you know, they would come out on their balconies with like signs of support. And I, I, I remember at one point I did get a little emotional because I, you know, growing up, didn't think like you know you're, you think like you're you're the enemy or the bad guy or that like you know you have certain allies but it's not to be you know you you know this is your battle not mine but um you know this was the first time that i actually felt like it was almost like you felt love it's just like okay like i'm not crazy like people do agree you know it's wrong is wrong like you know shouldn't you know that should transcend you know what your, your personal interests um are um 
And so that, I think that point made me feel really proud to be, uh, you know, in New York and, you know, just to be a part of that and to, and to see, um, you know, such unity and, you know, there's, there's, you know, people who have their kids and toddlers, I mean, excuse me, they're, they're toddlers and like strollers. Um, just, it was just a very impactful, powerful experience. Uh, now, if I'm gonna be honest, yeah, and it's very, it is very sober. You know, if I'm if I'm being honest, um, <laughs> that you you feel the um, the strength and numbers, but then you know, the sobering part, just to give you some context, you know, with, with me, this is like okay, like you, you feel like this empowerment when you're like with the, the group, and you know, but then everybody disperses, and it's just like oh, um, well. I'm going back on the subway now and I have to go back to being black. So um, I can't take that. So again, so it's not to say that, you know, people weren't genuinely supporting, um, but you know, for whatever beautiful moment that 45 minutes was, you know, it's no, it's no different than, you know, somebody posting their support on social media you know the real work still has to be done kind of you know within the system and you know within because you know once i'm away from the crowd and i get confronted with you know somebody who, who's who's not okay with with black lives or whatever then you know then then it's my battle to fight again not to say if somebody um but i mean that's just the reality without looking you know through the rose-colored glasses yes it's amazing but so like that's the no way. but the reality is mm -hmm. the reality is is that you still have and it, it it's, it's an awful way to put it like your own battle to fight because it does feel like a collective battle mm -hmm. and we all have to get better there are these like you know things that you know are just it's just the way it's always been correct done. well mm -hmm. let's change correct that. i agree let's change that. yes why can't we all change that and um, it starts on, you know, these, you know, movements. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. It was very powerful. I mean, we didn't, we didn't go out, you know, we pretty much from like whatever, March until August mm -hmm. stayed at home pretty much the whole right. time. Right, no, that's fine. So we, we didn't go anywhere, but I was, I felt, I felt there. Mm -hmm. I felt, I was moved by what I saw mm -hmm. and I felt the same way. It was very emotional. Mm -hmm. and, and me is like, you know, I say this in like, you know, in uh, in respectful terms, but I'm a little white girl, mm -hmm. right? What do I know? Mm -hmm. I right? mean, yeah, I mean, like, before. but I can empathize and I can sympathize and I can have compassion for your experience. Mm -hmm. And I can, what I can do as a mother now to a little boy, I can raise him to be, um, you know, tolerant and mm -hmm. loving and inclusive of everybody, and, that, and and why not? Yeah, and that's that's like that's perfect. Like right, you just you know hit it right on the head. Um, I think that was the issue before, where it's just like, oh well, you know, it's if you didn't do this, then it wouldn't. But it's just like you're not, you can't empathize because you don't have that experience. And the fact that you acknowledge that, um, that's amazing. And for like my roommate is a white girl, but she's a teacher. And she influences she teaches spanish or she teaches high school spanish um and she has influence on her high school students and she gives them a platform to kind of speak their frustrations and and you know when they're seeing this and it's 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 powerful and it's impactful it's it's a delicate like but we just i mean just to have it with like one broad stroke like there's there's good and bad seeds no matter where where you look or like how you try to slice or divide it but um you know, like you said, the, the best thing to do 
to, to make a better society or community or, or world is, is to start and, you know, to, you know, show tolerance. And like you said, to, to preserve that, that innocence that the young ones are coming up with, um, to look at, you know, a person, you know, by, by how they carry themselves, how they treat people and, um, you know, not just physical appearance, because it's, you know, absolutely. it's absolutely yeah. there's more there's more to a person than what they look exactly like. we'll just say that exactly and i i i appreciate um like the school that we have him in like it's not just little white kids mm-hmm. like there are kids of all shades and colors mm-hmm. and all different ethnicities and it's a beautiful thing and they and they celebrate each of those you know cultures within you know the holidays or foods and and traditions and things like that and I'm so glad that they're doing that. I don't, I'm sure that that's, you know, I'm just like a new mom. So I don't know if that's like a thing that they were doing before, but it makes me really like hopeful for the, for the next generation, for the future that, you know, this is what they're growing up having. And, you know, like they're going to look at what's going on now and be like, why were you guys fighting? Right, like, yeah. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. hopefully 20 years when they're, you know, grown up or whatever that like, they look back at what we're doing and it's like, what were you guys fighting about? Yeah. Like we're all the same people, and yeah. and hopefully that inclusion and you know where where color is not everything. And it's crazy to even be having this conversation. You'd think at this time in our you know history yeah. in twenty twenty one, like we would not be having this conversation. Mm-hmm. But clearly, so much was under the surface for so long Agreed, yeah. that um, that it finally was it boiled up to the surface. Mm-hmm. To your point, and like it it finally was directly. Um, acknowledged yeah. and and I hope that you know that in, I keep reminding myself this and I literally like I say this like on a daily basis there is more good in the world than there's bad right there are more good people doing good things in this world mm-hmm. and yeah right now like you know you see on social media I think that's like the you know part of the problem is like social media shines a light on like the negativity right. and there's like you know a, a, a viral post that goes or a post that goes viral because it's you know outlandish or crazy and you know we should be shining the spotlight on people like you people like me doing you know everyday things normal people doing everyday things but doing it in a way that you know is shining positivity and hope and brightness and and i just um i yeah i just can't say enough good things about your blog man i really (laughs) like what you're putting out there is is really really uh impactful and i think that a lot of people it'll resonate with a lot of people well thank you so that really i sincerely appreciate that that means a lot seriously it's it's the truth so tell me now that you're a designer and you have like a a line of clothing and things Mm -hmm. like where do you see this going or you're you have like a an uh, is it a Shopify account that people can buy your products? Yeah. Um, well, I just, I, I built it through Wix. So Wix has a, a platform where you can sell um, your products. Okay. Just go to butterware.com, B-U-T-T-A-W-E-A-R.com. Uh, I will be sure to link that in the yeah, show yeah, notes. Yeah. So everyone I appreciate that uh, little product drop there. No, but, um, hey, listen, yeah. listen. <laughs> <laughs> right now my audience is small, right? But this will like go That's on for right. a you know, my yeah. mom is listening and my dad and, you know, two of my yeah. friends, my husband, but, you know, eventually yeah. more people listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to have some people like, oh, check out on a lot of podcasts. But, yeah, um... man, definitely. <laughs> Again, you got to start somewhere. So I just, yeah. I just started and we'll see where it goes, but I'll definitely yeah. link it in the show notes so people can find it. Oh, right on. I appreciate that. 
but yeah, if you just go to the menu, there's like a there's a drop down for you can you know check on my blogs or you know there's a shop if you want to buy some merch. But um, yeah, um, yeah, to answer your question, like it's just you know it's the same mentality. Like I'll just, I'll just figure it out as I come. Like I, I have more designs I want to get done, um, but you know until until the economy picks back up, um, it's 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 the slow pace right now, but. Um, let me get some more of these sweatshirts. I know I had a couple people asking me about the sweatshirts. I'm gonna get those coming soon. But um, yeah, just to kind of build um, um, on my quality and, and on the on the merch until I'm, until I'm at a point to to get the sneakers rolling. And once those are going, I got some really some really crazy um, ideas on on some on some revolutionary things uh, for sneakers. So uh, I'll so keep awesome. you posting. Yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> but yeah, it sounds like you just scratched the surface yeah. and the sky's mm-hmm. the limit. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, hopefully we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I, I'm I'm confident. Well, you know what? Right now is the time to you know be like you know, especially if it's slow and you know it's it's the time to to learn and and to take all this knowledge mm-hmm. and eventually you'll be able to apply it. But right now it's just to like gather all that that good knowledge and see where it can take you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's no, what's the other option is there? Just, you know, I don't think there, I don't, <laughs> there, there's, there's no, there's no alternative in my, in my eyes. So okay. yeah, it's either this or nothing. This or nothing. And thank you for the questions that you asked. Like those are very, like, I don't get those. I, I enjoy, you know, and I know it's, you know, some, some topics are triggering and difficult, but just, you know, to bring it back around, like sometimes I'm only, is to go through it and you know tackle it head on and you know the, the uncomfortableness will only last you know it's only temporary so um yeah. i appreciate you you know you know asking me those those type of questions because that that's it's very important and also impactful and meaningful to me oh i'm so glad because and and likewise because i think they are very um sensitive subjects right like these are things mm-hmm. and i think that's why people we didn't bring it up for so long because it was like mm-hmm. oh, we, just, we just don't talk about that well but why yeah. like we can have like right. a, a respectful conversation absolutely me mm-hmm. again as a little white girl i just want to know how i can <laughs> you know what what can i do like and and you know i i can't unfortunately put myself in your shoes physically right but metaphorically mm-hmm. i can and i yeah. can empathize mm-hmm. with your experience and i can only try to do what I can do myself to better your situation and, and to put light and positivity and shine the spotlight on somebody like yourself that's doing the same. Um, yeah, yeah. That's so amazing. I appreciate you being so transparent and willing of course. to share your experience. I think, you know, it's definitely something that will resonate with a lot of people. I hope. I hope so. I hope so too. <laughs> yeah, listen, man, it, yeah. it's just, it's, every day one step at a time and uh, mm-hmm. i love what you're doing i really wish you just all Likewise. the best in the world and i want to keep you know the conversation Likewise. going i want to hear oh absolutely you, yeah i want to hear what you're absolutely as it continues to grow as your brand grows and as the, the blog grows um yeah. so the blogs are weekly every saturday at noon eastern time is when i post them so um you know rather it's um you know focusing on things going on in the world or just where i'm at or something that i thought you know, help me that I could, you know, help others. And I always attach a little music um, to that, that I think meshes well with the feeling that I'm trying to convey. So um, yeah, it's, and it's small audience also right now. So, but it's, it's, it's moving along. You know what though? Like you start small and eventually it'll grow and people will have things to read back. Like that's just what it is. Absolutely. Like, you know, I read 
whatever when i when i clicked on your linkedin a few weeks ago it took me to one article but then because you had all that content there yes, i was able to yeah. mm-hmm. it's almost like binge worthy in that regard but it's it's good binge worthy right like that's the content yeah, i want yeah. to read so mm-hmm. you start and you do it and and i love that you have a schedule likewise i have episodes that i'm every single tuesday i'm putting out an episode nice. and um nice. i'm sticking to it um mm-hmm. through the new year i like have not been feeling well these last few weeks but i'm like <laughs> i'm doing it and, and I, <laughs> nice. it's like you know challenging is sometimes you know life is and you know life continues mm-hmm. on but you know this is important to you this is important to me so i appreciate Absolutely. you hopping on a call today and and sharing of course, of experience course. with me and with the world my pleasure i'll yeah. make sure to link everything that we talked about in the uh, in the show notes so i appreciate, I appreciate you <laughs> well, I hope you feel better. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me as a guest. It was awesome. Oh, I enjoyed it. My, my absolute pleasure. We'll talk soon, all right, Dewan? <laughs> all right, sounds good. All right, bye. Have a bye. good day. Thanks, Melissa. The Catch-Up Time podcast is an original podcast produced and recorded in Orlando, Florida. Remember to subscribe to the Catch-Up Time podcast to get notified each week when new episodes are posted. You can also follow us on Instagram at ketchup underscore time. Thanks again for listening to the Ketchup Time Podcast.